What's the name of that song? <laughs> Did you forget? That's written by Carlos. <laughs> it's written by Carlos and Johnny. Uh, Carlos Anderson, and I don't know Johnny's last name. Earl. Earl. Johnny Earl. No, I do know Johnny's last name. How about that? And, and it's beautiful. Kenneth, we were at breakfast extolling your virtues this morning. Just thought I'd tell you. We all had high praise for you today at breakfast. Yeah, we remembered. <laughs> Kenneth is good all the time. So, talk today is called, I knew it a minute ago. Yeah, those things, we forget. I, I knew that a minute ago. If you hadn't asked, I would have known it. If you hadn't asked, I'd been able to say it. Last night, I, I, we were in bed and I was setting up uh, an automatic payment plan with Optimum. Oh, it's fine. It's fine, except for one thing. I, I set the password. I set the ID. And then they asked me to sign in again, and I couldn't remember what I had just said. I could not remember a password I had set three minutes before. Now, my option is to fret over that and be upset about it. Or, oh, i got to set up a new password. I got to hit, already hit, forgot my password. <laughs> and so that's what I did. And I set up a new password. And then I immediately wrote it down so that I would know what that password is because right now I couldn't tell you what that password is. And, and I find I forget a lot of things anymore. I, uh, I, I, I cannot quote chapter and verse. It impresses me that I can get up and do a talk like this without the script. I, I can remember God. I can remember so many of the things spiritual. But details don't concern me anymore. kind of after my mother made her transition, I stopped remembering a lot of things. I really forgot my short-term memory for months and months and months after mother died. And I thought, what's up? Well, one thing, I'd had a shock to my system. But the other part was I realized I, as a child, to protect myself and to protect my mother in many ways, I, I could tell you every detail from 10 years before. Oh no, you said this, this, and this. So I had to protect myself from my mother as well as protect her in the world. But oh no, you said that you were wearing brown that day or blue, you know, and I was wearing this and don't tell me, I know. And it's, I didn't care anymore. After she left, it wasn't, I, I, it was more important to me to keep knowing God, what I call God, to keep learning about spirit. Because my teachers were telling, and my mother died two days after my very first unity class. I took a class of how to let God help you on Tuesday, and Mother made her transition by surprise on Thursday. And so I had all the tools to get me through my mother's funeral the next week. But with that, I just wanted to practice God through it. Practice God within my humanity. I didn't want to practice it instead of, because I, I still got a body. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and so with the body, all sorts of stuff comes up. And I noticed lately I'm forgetting more things. And I could fret about that, but I seem to remember what's important. I know how to get home. <laughs> I know how to get to work. I know how to get to New York. You know, I haven't forgotten a lot of those things. But I could be having a conversation with you and walk away having no memory of what we chatted about. And, I, and I'm okay with it. I figure if it's really important, it will come to me when I need to know it. I've learned to write down all my passwords. 
Whereas at one time I could have remembered them all. Remember when you knew everybody's phone number? But who knows that anymore? You just program it. And hit the button. Hit the name, you know. But I, I knew everybody's phone number. I, I knew people's addresses and I knew that. But the funny part is, is when we forget spirit principle. When we, it's funny, oh, we laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really what I'm talking about here too. I mean, I knew that principle a minute ago, but I've forgotten in favor of being right. I've forgotten in favor of being offended. I've forgotten in favor of being angry. I have forgotten in favor of having my flesh somehow satisfied. Oh, I forgot I don't like I'm the weight I am as I'm buying this fudge. I have forgotten that when I start up with sugar, it's hard to get off of the sugar. I have, oh, I can just have this. And then the, I, then the cravings start again. I have forgotten so much. Oh, I have forgotten you're a lovely person or that you are a beloved child of God. I have forgotten I am a beloved child of God and do not need to be angry at you. Whoever you may be. It's no one in this room, don't worry. Uh, today. <laughs> Jinx! <laughs> uh, you, you know, you, I, for, I forget when all of a sudden I'm in the car and I'm thinking. Anybody? <laughs> You're in the car by yourself and you start to think. Don't do that. Uh, if you want to be at peace. Do not start thinking when you're alone in the car if you want to be at peace. Unless you are thinking a spiritual principle. One of the things I'm learning to do and re frequently remembering to do is I'm driving down the road. Peace precedes me on this path. And peace is following me. Either love or peace, I'll use, is following me on this path. And love drives by me on either side. And love is in this car. I do that a lot so that I can remember who I am. You know, let me cause you to remember. Because I find in my car is a place I really want to remember love. I really want to remember peace and joy. I want, in my car, I really want to remember the truth of my being. Because my car becomes a very unpleasant place to be when I forget. And I said, oh, I knew that principle a minute ago. What happened? I had a thought about sixth grade that sent me into a rage, you know? Uh, anybody? Yeah, you have a thought of something. That a teacher that's been long dead and yet, you remember how you were unjustly treated. And you can take that for miles down the road. And suddenly you find yourself, somebody drives by too fast. And you find yourself in competition all of a sudden. Suddenly they are the protagonist because I have forgotten. Because I forgot who I was and I forgot who they were. We are both beloved children of God. We are both beloved and we are both equal in terms of humanity. And just because somebody else forgot is not an excuse for me to forget. You know, if I look at the news, I look at whatever, and I, and I, I say, oh, my goodness, how terrible they are. I don't need to join in that. I don't want, if I think that they have forgotten their God selves, I don't want to forget my God self. And I don't want to forget their God self. 
Trust me, none of us want to forget each other's God self. We don't want to get to, oh, I knew that a minute ago, but now I'm offended. And so now I can forget. It's like, no, I need, it's, it's not only did I know it a minute ago, I'm allowed to know it now. I, I, I wrote down a couple of things here. And uh, this comes from Metaphysical Bible Dictionary, or the Revealing Word. And it's a metaphysical meaning of subconscious. The subconscious mind, the memory mind, memory crystallized into function and form. It is the home of our habits, the storehouse of our past thoughts and experiences. It carries on all the bodily functions, such as circulation, breathing, digestion, and so forth. We are not conscious of what goes on in these processes, but divine intelligence works perfectly in all of them, unless man interferes through ignorant thinking. And that's when the breath slows down, that's when the the flow of life slows down in our body. That's when uh, we get old, we get tired, we get stiff, we get sore, we get forgetful through ignorant thinking. You know, if I walk through my life criticizing so much around me, criticizing myself, taking on guilt, that's all stuff that clogs the circulation. Now, I want to be very clear here. Many of you have heard me say it before, and I'm going to say it again. 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 <laughs> again. Uh, Washington, Pennsylvania just came out. Washington, Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm going to say it again. The cure for this is not guilt. Guilt does not redeem this condition. Guilt does not start the flow going. Guilt makes the flow even tighter. Let me cause you to remember, go to spirit. Go to the highest voice within you. Go to your source and ask of yourself to be reminded of love. Ask of yourself with the voice from within, the comforter as Jesus called it, to be reminded Remind me of who and what I am. Remind me of what health is. Remind me of what well-being is. Remind me of what wealth is. And remind me of what my brothers and sisters are. Because I seem to have forgotten and I've told myself a story. You'll notice there's not one bit of guilt in that. There's not, no shame in it. It's, oh, I shouldn't have done that. God does not need us to go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. God does not need us to be unhappy. God does not need us to pay for our mistakes. The God of my understanding does not. You know, truth and light and love do not need any of us to be guilty and doesn't need any of them to pay for what they have put me through. And that's hard for me to accept some days, the days I forget. It's like I will not heal until they redeem themselves, till they apologize, till they make good on what they have done. And as long as that's happening, I stay stuck. And the circulation breaks down more and more. The flow of life breaks down more and more in me. So, the work of overcoming is carried on largely in the subconscious mind. All past thinking must be redeemed. And the whole man, conscious and subconscious, brought into the harmony of the Christ consciousness. Well, what's the Christ consciousness? 
the remembering of God. The anointing is my memory of God, of good, of life, of substance, of truth, of intelligence that flows through me. And so to begin to look at that, uh, redeemed then clearly is a thought of God rather than a thought of shame, rather than a thought of regret. What is consciousness of God? This is a state of constant awareness that the spiritual side of life is the true reality and the infinite spirit is the source of life and of all that is. What is the nature of this state? It is a state of continual joy and blessedness, of lasting peace and satisfaction. Within us, it is expressed in praise and gratitude. Praise and gratitude. I had to learn to do that for years. You know, stuff that doesn't mean I don't have my feelings or my sensations, but it, but I can, I, if I can't control the first thought, I can control the second one. And, and so to, to look at that and say, mm, I remember years ago in my New York, a little New York apartment, I knocked over a big glass of water. And that was a dangerous thing when I was a kid, around my adults, because you might get a water spot on the table. And that was terrible. So yeah, that was more terrible than abusing your children, quite frankly, uh, was the water spot on a good table. And, and so to, uh, I, but I remember, looking at it and saying, oh, I was hoping that would happen. And I laughed. I just laughed. And I have been set free from not knocking stuff over ever since. I haven't necessarily set David free of it, but I have set, I have set my free, myself and the cats free. But, Several years ago, we were about to have a, a, I was having the chaplains over for dinner one night, and it was six o'clock. They were coming at 6.30. I hadn't showered yet, and I'm not sure I'd started cooking yet, but, and David opened, I was standing by the, the, the dryer, and David opened the refrigerator, and a casserole, not what we were going to eat, but this casserole just came sliding out and smashed on the floor. And he knew I was in a rush and I, I was harried to get ready. And he said, oh, I'm so sorry. And I said, oh, don't worry about it. And we'll just clean it up. And I had to look around to see who had just entered the kitchen <laughs> because that was so unlike me <laughs> that it didn't matter. That day I didn't forget. I didn't forget who I was. I didn't forget who David was. It didn't matter. Uh, when we got our third cat one more earlier, early one morning, I heard a crash downstairs. And I went downstairs, and there, I apparently had had a vase up here on something, and and then and I had one on the floor. Don't ask me why it was on the floor, but it was. It hadn't been put away yet. And he knocked it off the top and all the way down and crashed onto the bottom. So two vases broke, and there's glass all over the floor, living room floor. And David heard me say, oh, Cooper, are you okay? <laughs> and he knew that if he had done that, I wouldn't have said, oh, David, are you okay? <laughs> It would have been a different reaction. But but it's this is where our pets can change us. But to remit, keep remembering, oh, those faces don't matter. They don't matter nearly as much as how we see each other, how we see ourselves, and then how we see each other. And, and uh, not one day with our cats, and this is this is relatively new for me. I, I used to watch David's dad take everything personally with his pet. 
I know he's thinking about coming over here and doing this and getting that out of there. And it's, and uh, we do not do that in our home. We, I, when we got the cats, we said, you know, we have loved our furniture for many years. We are not declawing. A couple of dining chairs are shredded. There's a chair. I don't care. Two of them use the scratching post. One of them, his only flaw is that he likes to scratch the dining room chair and the one chair in the bedroom. That's what he does. When he gets excited or whatever, he doesn't use the scratching post for whatever reason. I love him. His name is Gabriel. He's our saint, and he is filled with love. I cannot shame him. I cannot take that light from him because I have a sensation about furniture. I shouldn't have gotten the cat if I was going to worry about too, too much about the furniture because I wasn't going to declaw. I've seen how that changes their personalities and how it's really cruel once I learned what it is that they do uh, to it, and I don't want to do that. And so to, to see these beings... And David is on to point out, if we ever hit them, it would change them forever. It would just change them forever. They don't know from damage. They don't know from being hit. They don't, I swore Gabriel a couple of days, about a week after we got him. And, and I, uh, because he was trying to get in the basement, I didn't want him in the basement. And I said, get back, damn it. And, and um, he didn't talk to me for two days. <laughs> he avoided me. This being of love and light. And so I realized what happened, and I picked him up, and I sat down with him, and I said, Gabriel, I need you to teach me how to love you really properly, because apparently I forget, and so I need to be taught. And we've got along fine ever since. I remember one morning, uh, Gabriel and I used to sleep holding hands. He'd be up there above my head, and I'd holding hands. And uh, one day I was at breakfast with a couple of guys before church, and I said, when is it weird when you're making out with your cat? <laughs> and Gabe here said, depends who pulls away first. <laughs> but see, these kitties have caused me to remember love. My relationship has caused me to remember, even though I, I forget a lot, not like I used to, but I still forget has caused me to remember. I'm gonna read a little more here. Uh, in unity, we believe that God is absolute good. Now, that's a capital G. It means there is no bad compared to that. The states of the bad and good we talk about as far as the weather goes, those are all temporary states. Those are all temporary things. There's no caps in those. But the, the good with a capital G is that which has no opposites. Truth. With capital T is that which has no opposites. Principle, reality, that, those all start with a cap and they have no opposites. And so we acknowledge that humankind made in the image and likeness of God is essentially good. Where then does evil come from? Who creates it and why does it seem to be so powerful? It is most important to keep in mind that we in unity do not believe in evil as having permanent or independent existence of its own. Sin is the result of forgetting our oneness with God. That's when I read that in this passage today. I thought that's why I wanted to read this to us all. Sin, because we still have that word in our vocabulary, even though we rarely use it on this pulpit, we rarely use it in unity, but so many of us have a, 
a childhood religion that talked about sin and evil and all that. And so if we bring it into more practical terms, so what is a sin? It is forgetting our oneness with God. It's missing the mark. There's nothing unforgivable about this. It's just forgetting. Where'd it go? Oh, there we go. Um, we forget who we are every time we look to the manifest world as the source of our good. So if you're driving down the highway and somebody speeds past you, scares you, you're looking at the highway and the drivers as the source of your good, or at least if you're upset about it, and you have forgotten your oneness with God. You have forgotten your divine nature and you have forgotten your neighbor's divine nature. And then, you, so now, after hearing this talk, you've got to decide, do I want to keep forgetting? Do I want to stay in the forgetting or do I want to remember? What on my technique, when that happens, when I get that jarring thing, love, 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 love is what I say. I interrupt the thinking that somebody is out to get me, that somebody is competing with me. Love, 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 love. And it just heals the fear instantly, instantly. If, I, if I'm in the house and something upsets me, I love, 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 love. If I come to the church here and something is upsetting that I seem to be entertaining the thoughts of, love, 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 love. Because see, with that, then I know what to do with the upsetting thought. Then I know where to reach out, where to look. I don't get rid of the upsetting thought, but I learn what to do with it. I suddenly have the wherewithal to look at money, to look at the body, to look at people with a sane thought instead of an insane thought. Each of us is capable of becoming distracted and fascinated with the sense of personal power and, me and immediate pleasures we have created in the visible realm. You hear that? I love that. Each of us is capable of becoming distracted and fascinated with the sense of personal power and immediate pleasures we have created in the visible realm. As a result, we suffer a sense of separation from our divine source. And so, as we move into our attempt to remember, to remember our source, to remember, oh, I am good. As we seek to do that, many of us are not going to be able to get high the way we used to, with the fascination, with the charm of our misery, with the charm of, so I, my good has been taken away from me and I must get it back. The thing is, no one, this is so hard to understand in, in a sense world, no one can take my good. No one can take my good. No one can take my good. Could we say that together? No one can take my good. But I can forget that I haven't. I can very unconsciously, but very willingly, give it over to the neighbors, to the people who drive, to people in history, to my third grade four teacher, to my parents, to so many, to the politicians, to the Facebook people, to the banks, to the foreign countries. 
to all sorts of things. I can unconsciously and but very willingly give it over my good. I can forget and think that my body is the source of my health. My body is not the source of my health. Neither is it the source of my sickness. My mind is. And so I must go to acquire or reacquire a healthy mind. A healthy mind rather than guilt. I must reinform my subconscious mind by going to my superconscious mind or my Christ mind and the same thing. I must go to where the truth resides within me, that which has no opposite. I must continuously ask what to think about any and all conditions so that I can make friends with them all rather than tell myself I'm under attack. I can feel under attack, but I need to know the truth. It's knowing the truth that sets us free. And so I can feel all that stuff. I can think all that stuff, but I need to know the truth. I need true thoughts all the time. All the time. When? All the time. And so it's like the old saying, when is God good? All the time. And so to real, oh, God is good all the time. Then I have, must be good all the time. And my neighbor must be good all the time. Anything less than that, I'm playing a game. But the, the relief is the game is temporary. We will awaken. Better today than putting it off till tomorrow. But I will awaken. I can't not. It's guaranteed. At a certain point, I'm going to come to terms with God as my source. And so my dream today is that I have uh, been a part in causing us to remember in any of the categories of our life where we have forgotten. There is only one power and one presence as the universe and as my life, God the good, omnipotence. There is only one power and one presence as the universe and as my life, God the good, omnipotence. Could we say it together? There is only one power and one presence as the universe and as my life, God the good, omnipotence. And so it is. So it is. So.